Welcome to Retirement Key Radio with Abe Abish. I know I don't have to tell you how hot the stock market has seemed. I mean, there's just the news headlines all abound lately. But one investment strategist, Abe, worries that it might be too hot. Jeremy Grantham tells Bloomberg that stocks are currently in a bubble that may be about to burst. Put it this way. When you have reached this level of obvious super enthusiasm, the bubble has always, without exception, broken in the next few months, not a few years. It's always. How do you keep that level of enthusiasm going indefinitely? It can't be done. So what happens then when that bubble does burst? Is our nest egg at more risk than usual here? Look out, Heather. I mean, when that bubble bursts, and it will eventually, right? The market goes up and down, you know, our whole lives. But right now, a lot of people think that the market's overvalued. We do as well. So who knows when that will happen right. and how far the market can drop when it does happen. But we need to be prepared, okay? right? Because yep. there are good times and bad times. And right now, yes, we do feel like the market's very overvalued. So what are we doing about it if we're very close to retirement or just into retirement? What are we doing about it? Are we taking some chips off the table? Are we reducing risk? Are we taking advantage of this incredible decade worth of a bull run in the market. Are we taking advantage of that and being smart about the risk we're taking heading into retirement? I hope so. We just helped a couple that lives in Brunswick, Maryland. Mm -hmm. They're in their late 60s, Heather. They both work for the government, so they're going to have government pensions. They have TSPs. They're going to have Social Security. And on top of that, they have about a million dollars saved. So pretty good job of saving when you include those pensions. That's right. And, you know, we have a lot of different ways about how we ask people about their risk tolerance and how much they are or aren't comfortable with risk on certain investments. And so sometimes we'll just ask very simply, hey, on a scale of one to 10, if we had to assign you a number, if you had to assign yourself a number, where would you be on that scale of one to 10 if one, you were all in cash and didn't lose a penny and 10, you were all in a certain stock and you could be up 30 or 40, down 30 or 40, Mm -hmm. where do you think you'd want to be? Well, most people say a five to a seven, maybe a four to a seven. This couple said a six. And what that means to us is that they're okay with having about 60% of their dollars invested with some ups and downs, because that's going to happen in the market, right? But 40% of their money, they would want to know maybe has some downside protection, some principal protection, or if it's invested, it's invested very conservatively with very little losses. So one of the ways that we can help our clients put those two types of strategies, investments together is by having an eye on risk. And one of the things we look for in terms of risk is what's called standard deviation. It's one way to measure risk. And they came in when we did the analysis at a standard deviation of 23. Here's what that means, Heather. That is high, okay. It's pretty high. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty high. So all of our portfolios, or most of them, shoot for a standard deviation of in between five to eight. So if we could bring someone's portfolio standard deviation number down from a 15, 20, or 23, 25, down to a five to an eight long-term and still end up with similar, maybe a little less, or maybe even higher returns... Are you going to continue taking on the risk you are, or are you going to reduce risk? 
And it's a huge thing for people to be able to see, wait a minute, you know, you can actually help me to get a good, reasonable return down the road and really reduce my risk. Well, that's eye opening. I didn't know I could do that. Right. Yeah, that is true. So are you going to continue to invest the way you are or are you going to make some changes? So one of the problems was when they came in, their standard deviation number was really high. Mm -hmm. And so let's say we were shooting for a long term return of 7% on their whole portfolio. Okay. Okay. With a standard deviation deviation number of 23, that means a lot of the time, perhaps 60, 65% of the time in a really good year, they could have a return of 30%, right? Seven plus 23. Or in a really bad year, they could have a loss of as much as 16%, right? That's a 23% you know, south or negative or 23% positive or north. Okay. And the other one third of the time, it could be even higher than 30% or even worse than 16% loss. Okay. So we know if we can really press and squeeze down standard deviation and lower that risk number, lower the volatility, lower the bounce, lower the wiggle in the portfolio, man, that is really important. If we can limit losses, if we can avoid large losses and reduce risk and still get a reasonable return down the road, that's what most pre-retirees and retirees want. That's exactly what this client wanted, but didn't know they could get. So they picked up the phone, they called into the show, they came in for a second opinion on their TSP dollars and other dollars, and that's what they found out, that yes, they could do that. And that's actually what creates the most efficient portfolio is by combining those types of strategies together. This idea that we have talked about before, intelligent, hardworking folks who've saved a lot of money, they just don't know the investment opportunities that they have. And that's exactly what you and the team are here to shine a light upon for all of us and discover things like risk in our market investments Mm -hmm. and finding out if they Mm -hmm. actually align with what our goals are. So let's keep in line with this idea of having that plan, knowing our opportunities and keeping Mm -hmm. things clear about the direction that we're headed. Abe, you're Mm -hmm. an optimistic person. And I think that we both can agree that it's good to be hopeful in life. There's positivity that's required for a happy life. However, only having hope for your retirement, this is not a very good strategy. The Motley Fool says another (laughs) misstep that a lot of us make is assuming that some common myths about retirement are true when they actually are not. For example, one of the biggest ones they point out is that The myth is we have in our heads that we think that we'll spend less on living expenses. And this is not the case, right? False, Heather. False. There are so many myths about retirement. Let's talk about two of them. One of them is that when you retire, you're going to be spending less on living expenses and just in general spending less in retirement. I can't tell you that for probably nine out of 10 people, that is false. Mm, Why would you want to lower your lifestyle and the way that you live right as you retire? Quite the opposite. You'd want to continue the lifestyle you've had through the end of your working career, if not increase it and enjoy the last part of your life, right? Right. This next 20, 25, 30 years, Mm -hmm. especially that first five, 10, 15 years of your retirement. You know, you've probably heard, Heather, that you have the go-go years, you know, that first 10 to 15 years of your retirement, then your slow go, Mm -hmm. you start slowing down, you're now 
75, 80, maybe early 80s, and then your no-go, now you're definitely not going as much. You're 85, 90, maybe into your 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're alive, but you're not 70 anymore. You're not 65. You're not a spring chicken anymore and super healthy, <laughs> right, right? Right. And traveling around the world. So if anything, that is a myth. People spend more in retirement, especially early in retirement, because they want to enjoy what they've worked so hard for. Sure. And we have a couple that just came in from Philemont, Virginia, that's out in Western Loudoun County. Mm-hmm. And they have about $2 million saved. They're in their early 60s and have retired early. Spending less in retirement? Not them. No way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they are traveling to Florida. They're traveling to the Carolinas, out of the country, non-COVID, spending time with their grandkids, taking their grandkids on vacations with them, gifting. They're living it up. And that's exactly what people should be doing that's right. in retirement. They're healthy. They can get out and about, and they're taking advantage. Good for them. You know what people need in retirement, Heather? They need a spend-down plan to yes, enjoy all this please, without... Sir. The fear of running out. That's right. Second big myth that you're going to be in a lower tax bracket when you retire for so many people in the DC metro area, false. Mm, Why? Okay. Let's take this couple. Two pensions, two social security checks, $2 million saved. They want to enjoy a lot of that $2 million for themselves in retirement. What does that mean? That means for a lot of income. That means for a hundred, hundred twenty, hundred fifty thousand dollars or more of household income for a lot of people, more income and in retirement than they had or made when they're working. Wow. With fewer tax deductions. Got it. Right? We're not working for the government anymore. We're not working for our company anymore where we can max out two TSPs, max out two four oh one Ks, which is you know, if you're doing that and you're over fifty, that's $55,000 a year in wow. tax deduction wow. between husband and wife. Mm-hmm. That's a huge deduction. Mortgage interest. Well, a lot of our clients have their homes paid off heading into retirement. So we've lost that deduction. Uh, and a lot of deductions we've lost, yet our income could be equal or higher in retirement, which does not mean for lower taxes, Heather, mm-hmm. not for a lot of people. And then guess what? We're not in control of the government raising or lowering taxes. So what if the taxes just simply increase, right? (laughs) What if they just simply increase, which are scheduled to do in 2025 if taxes don't go up sooner? And we think there's a large chance that they could go up sooner. So then what? Are you in a lower tax bracket in retirement? For a lot of people, no. For some people, yes. But for a lot of hardworking people in the D.C. metro area, no. You're not in a lower tax bracket in retirement, and that's a myth because everything you were ever told when you were working was max out your 401ks, take the tax deductions now, because in retirement, you'll be in a lower tax bracket. That is false Mm. for so many people. Find out more at retirementkeyradio.com. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Abraham Abish is licensed in your state, please call 571-577-9968. Abish Financial Services is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Abraham Abish and BM number 770-3575.